the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Greetings. Thanks for coming along today for the Friday edition of The Ride Home, and what a week it has been. Kath, um, just as a side note, uh, just before we came on the air, I was looking at uh, the National Weather Service site, and they said the sun has not shown for any amount of appreciable time and they're saying essentially it has been a sunless 2021. <laughs> In more ways than one. Oh, about that. I mean, seriously. I mean, there's a little bit of sun out there right now. And yesterday there was a, you know, maybe 10 minute window or so. But boy, has it been dark and dank, hasn't it? No kidding. God. Dank. It's a, it's a word dank. you don't hear often. Right. Oh, it's dank today. You know, when like, oh, you know, we're working from home. I'm in my spare room, your spare room. You know how much time I spend trying to like get my computer working and get mm-hmm. my, you know, the, the it's just, I'm Sunless. trying to straighten up my computer. So the people who are watching the show right now on Facebook, by the way, you can do that at 101.5 Word FM or uh, the Ride Home with John and Kathy. Mm-hmm. Anyway, like it's like, it's, I mean, I leave it in place every day when I, when we're done with the show and I come back and it's like, I have to recreate the yeah. wheel every day. Why is but, that? But here's the deal, Kath. Nobody wants to hear that because everybody no. has their own tech problems. That's right. Forget us. Right? Stop whining. And I apologize. Every... You even brought it up. Okay. I'm sorry. Here I'm complaining about no sun. You're complaining about your computer. What kind of talk show is this? Mike, you got anything positive for the day? You got anything good? No, nothing. Nothing. No, oh, can, Mike. But I can definitely add on to that. Uh, oh, the, no, no, that no, no, no. Absolutely. No, Mike, no, you know what? Mike's thinking about getting a dog. <laughs> oh. Yeah. At the same time, we might get this dog. My wife yeah. is due for our second child. Mm. So uh, I don't know. I don't, what, do you, what do you guys think? No, I, I, yes. I do believe no. I do believe that's the first time that the new uh, Duffy baby has been mentioned on yes. the air. Yes. We're it. very excited about the advent of um, of child number two. Thank you. Mm-hmm. As am I. Uh, baby, baby Hank. We don't know yet. We don't know the gender yet. So therefore, even even when we do know the gender, we're not going to okay. say the name. I say Hazel or Hank. Hazel really? or Hank. Mm-hmm. I, I say Tina or Henry. <laughs> <laughs> Just say it. Nice. Okay, congratulations to the Duffy family. One Mike, in the oven. Mike, how's, you. how's your sympathetic morning sickness been? Uh, fantastic. fantastic. Excellent. Yes, yes. That's what I want to hear. Now we did mm. we did come down on a name with the with the with the puppy. <laughs> oh, you did. More importantly, <laughs> just kidding. Wait, wait, wait. So then this is a done deal. What's the this name of the puppy? Deal. We're gonna name oh. the puppy Rhino. Oh, Rhino. that's a good name. Like Fine, rhinoceros, yeah. Rhino. Yeah, I like it. It's pretty funny. Hey, Rhino. Yeah, or Republican in name only. Yeah, mm-hmm. Rhino. <laughs> I mean, because you got to figure, you got to like your dog's name because you're going to say that name. Listen, hundred thousand times, right? Yeah, yeah. So you got to love your name. Yeah. I mean, better that than like Horatio. Let me let me just break in and say, you know, I have a cat named Princess Charlotte. We just mm-hmm. call her Char, for short. She got into so much trouble in my bedroom in the middle of the night. It must have been three in the morning, mm-hmm. sleeping soundly. My husband and I. She, 
I don't know what happened. She knocked a table over. There was such an unbelievable cacophony of sound. And then there was hissing and there was things overturning. And then she ran down the steps and then her brother ran down. I mean, it was... I thought, when did I lose control? Mm-hmm. When you brought a pet into your life, like the Duffies are about to do. Oh, yes. mm-hmm. Anyway. Anyway, so you've heard us complain about lack of sunshine, poor tech. Uh, the good news is there's a child on the way and a yes. dog. So Amen. I mean, thank you. Amen to that. Okay. We got a Friday show for you, an excellent show. And as always, uh, the sidebars of this or that or the weekend review. But uh, in a few minutes, Dr. Richard Mile will join us from Fuller Theological Seminary. He's going to talk about what it is to be a Christian and a patriot in these uh, odd days we are living through this week uh, in early January. Kath, anything else? Uh, I'd like to give you the top four at four. Wait, hold on. What time is it? Well, it's time for me to tell you and all the people listening. That your weekend has begun. Fabulous, fabulous, fabulous. Man, this is a playoff weekend. That means football all weekend long, sure Saturday and Sunday. That's a good news, isn't it? I'm excited. Me too, as well. Okay, mm-hmm. as we always do, let us go. I'll, I'll join. I'm sorry, I, I've digressed here far too much. The top four at four. All right, John, Mike, for Friday, January 8th, 2021, I give you number one. After Wednesday's civilian attack on the Capitol, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says the Democrats will move forward with impeachment proceedings if President Trump does not quickly leave office, adding that she spoke with the Joint Chiefs of Staff chairman about Mr. Trump's mental fitness after he encouraged a mob that later stormed the Capitol. According to the Wall Street Journal, Democratic lawmakers are pushing to reconvene the House next week to vote on such a measure and send articles of impeachment to the Senate. She's also urged Vice President Mike Pence to remove the president with the cabinet via the 25th Amendment, Mrs. Pelosi told Democrats that is the route she would like to see first. And number two, a 42-year-old U.S. Capitol Police officer who was injured in Wednesday's violent protest died Thursday evening, according to a statement from his department. According to the Washington Post, the officer was identified as Brian D. Sicknick, the youngest of three brothers who grew up in South River, New Jersey. The Capitol Police said in a statement that Sicknick was injured, quote, while physically engaging with protesters. He collapsed after returning to his division office and was rushed to a hospital where officials say he died at 9.30 p.m. yesterday. Number three. President-elect Joe Biden says he will release most available COVID-19 vaccine doses to speed delivery to more people, which is a reversal of the Trump administration approach, his office said today. The AP reports that under the Trump administration's approach, the government has been holding back millions of doses of vaccine to guarantee that people can get a second shot, which provides maximum protection against COVID-19. Both the Pfizer, BioNTech, and Moderna vaccines require a second shot about three weeks after the first. One-shot vaccines are still undergoing testing. And I guess all of that is probably good news because, number four, Allegheny County said this morning that they reported 967 new coronavirus cases, more than any other Pennsylvania county. Philadelphia ranked second, reporting 611 new cases. And that's your top four at four. Very nice. Okay, that's certainly a lot to chew on. Let's take a break. Come back. Richard Mile from Fuller Theological Seminary next here on The Ride Home, the Friday edition. One 
101.5 WORD. Had your family ever faced hunger at a level where their life was at risk or had little or no access to clean drinking water? For children in the countries of Malawi, Zambia, and Uganda, it's a battle they face every single day. Word FM and Cross International are asking for your help to provide life-saving resources for children in these African countries to solve this crisis and assist with COVID-19 efforts. A $62 one-time gift provides food, water, COVID-19 assistance, and a Bible. You can get involved right now by calling 866-806-2977 or look for the Cross International banner at wordfm.com. At the Original Mattress Factory, we know better than anyone that the mattress industry is full of myths. Mattress companies spread misinformation to mislead customers about their products and prices. One of those myths is that you have to wait for a holiday weekend to get the best price on a mattress. These sales are made possible by artificial price inflation, so it's hard to know if you're actually getting a good deal. That's why OMF offers our lowest and best price to everyone every day. Visit OriginalMattress.com to learn more. At the Original Mattress Factory, we keep things simple because mattress shopping shouldn't be stressful. We believe in a transparent shopping experience because you deserve to know exactly what's in your mattress. We believe in offering the same great price to everyone every day because we never want to pressure you into a decision you're not ready to make. And we've designed our website and showroom to make your shopping process as easy as possible. Visit OriginalMattress.com or stop by an OMF location today to see the difference simple makes. Turkey and stuffing, real mashed potatoes, sliced top round, Aunt Emma's broccoli casserole, chicken and gravy over buttermilk biscuits. Am I making you hungry yet? Hi, it's me, Marsha, from the Springhouse. You have a special event coming up in your life, a shower, a wedding, graduation party, company party, anniversary event, or any occasion where you'd love to serve all-natural, farm-fresh foods, then it's time to give the Springhouse Catering Department a call at 724-228-3339. From your first conversation with Dawn, who will help you create a menu that's unique to you, to the beautiful, bounteous setup and display that my sister Jill and her crew create, you will be delighted. After every catering event, Jill tells our cooks, I wish I could take you with me so you could hear all the wonderful comments guests give us. Give us a call at 724-228-3339 or check out our extensive menu at springhousemarket.com for farm-fresh catering from the Springhouse. Pittsburgh Theological Seminary prepares students for ministry in the way of Jesus with Master of Divinity, Master of Arts, and Doctor of Ministry degree programs and certificates. Perfect for students with full-time employment pursuing a seminary education. Learn more at pts.edu. It really is hard to make sense of the events of this week. There has been uh, so much back and forth and so much yet to discuss and talk and uncover to to see where people are in this uh, crazy world. But but one thing I do know is that I believe that uh, the large portion of our audience does two things, that they love the Lord and they also love this country. But somehow in this crazy era we live in, the combination of those two things have been maligned. And so if you would call yourself a Christian patriot, in many ways, that's a dirty thing in today's world. Richard Mao was with us. Richard uh, is a professor of faith, public life at Fuller Theological Seminary for many years. He's been at Fuller Theological Seminary, also the author of many excellent works as well. Today, though, to talk to us about what it is to be a Christian patriot. Richard, how are you, sir? 
Hey, good to, good to hear your voice again. Good to be with you. Oh, my gosh, Richard. So good to hear from you. John and I were talking when we were doing our pre-show meeting today just about how much we value your opinion and, you know, what you have seen and read and understand and taught over all these decades at Fuller and uh, your great writing. I, I guess so that brings me to my first question, which is, you know, I'd just love to hear you talk about your reaction to what's happened this week in the Capitol. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, um, <clears throat> Tommy Lasorda died, you know, so I'm yes. living in Southern California, so this this is big news around here. Yes, it is. And, uh, you know, there was that game one of the 1988 World Series when uh, they were behind in the ninth inning. I remember it well. And he puts in Kirk Gibson, who was injured and could hardly stand up because one yeah. of his legs was injured. But Kirk Gibson agreed to go to the plate, and he hit a home run. Yeah. And what's being reported is the, the famous statement of Jack Buck, who was the radio announcer, who said, I don't believe what I just saw. <laughs> and, you know, in many ways, I've heard that a lot since yesterday, you know, of people watching on the screens and they don't believe what they just saw. But, you know, there's a wonderful tension there because there are times that we look at horrible things. And we say, it's hard to believe what I just saw. But that. there are times that we also look at wonderful things. And, you know, that's a mm. part of what it means to be a Christian, is that at the cross we can't believe the what, what human beings did to the Savior of the world. But at the same time, we, it's hard to believe what God has done for us by sending Jesus to the cross, you know. And uh, we need to be ready for the heights and for the depths. Mm. of uh, of what we see. Yes. And uh, I think that's what we really need to struggle with today, that uh, there are many of your listeners out there who had a leader that they've, uh, they have uh, grown to, in the last 24 hours, to lose their faith in. And, and you know, that's, that's not a bad thing because the psalmist says, you know, we should not put our trust in princes and and leaders, uh, because they're human. But what we do is to put our trust in the God of Jacob, who alone is our, our refuge. Yeah. Right. Now, Richard, uh, of course, on Wednesday, uh, all the people who showed up at uh, in Washington, D.C., at the Capitol, I mean, a lot of those men and women, of course, I would say, that, you know, 99.9% of them, they love this country. Yeah. And they also love the Lord. I know that. I mean, but the, the two together are not mutually exclusive. It's one thing to love the Lord. It's another thing to love this country. But, you know, um, it's it's become very complex to conjoin the two and also to try to separate the two. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting because recently I've been I've been uh, writing about patriotism and I, I, I've gone and read. Uh, a lot of our patriotic songs, you know, and when we say I, America, land that I love, what, what are we talking about? What is it that we love? And I, I find three things in those songs that are very instructive for me. And the one is we love the beauties of America, you know, Purple Mountains Majesty. And uh, I love thy rocks and rills, thy woods and templed hills. Uh, secondly, we, we, we love our past. There's so many things about our past. Lands of the Pilgrim's Pride, you know, where people came to this continent for religious freedom. 
to, to find a new life. And there was something, there's some bad things in all of that, but there's some really wonderful memory, collective memories that we have. But, you know, most often it has to do with loving liberty, loving law, liberty and law, uh, loving the cause of freedom. And uh, this is a good day, John Cassie, just to be thinking about uh, what do we have to keep loving about America? Hmm. And it's not flawed leaders on either mm-hmm. side of the aisle. And it's certainly not the misplaced energies of people who show up to protest, uh, even though they, they may have a good cause in protesting. But it's it's the ideals that we share as human beings together and that God has asked us to you know, First Peter two, where, where Peter says that we're to fear the Lord, we're to love the church, but we're also to honor the state, honor the emperor, but we're also to honor all human beings. And uh, this is a good time to be thinking about what it means for us to be showing honor to the United States of America. Mm. Dr. Richard Mao is with us, former president of Fuller Theological Seminary. Um, Richard, as you were talking about what it is that we should love about America, and there's so many things, all I could think of was Langston Hughes um, and his poem, uh, Let America Be America Again. I couldn't think of what the title of it was, which is ironic uh, because this hangs in my living room. And one of the things um, that is so persuasive to me about a love of America is loving the ideals that the founders set up and recognizing that we've never fully engaged those for everyone. That doesn't mean that there was something wrong with the original idea. It just means that we haven't hit it yet fully. Let me me read just a little bit of this to you. Um, It says, oh, let America be America again, a land that has never been yet and yet must be the land where every man is free. The land that's mine, the poor man's, the Indians, Negroes, me, who made America, whose sweat and blood, whose faith and pain, whose hand at the foundry, whose plow in the rain, must bring back our mighty dream again. Uh, that's beautiful. Isn't that's that beautiful? beautiful? Isn't that yeah. perfectly stated? Yeah. And, and you know, it's, it's, it's stated with a kind of... Uh, Loving spirit. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's so easy for some folks to get really cynical. You know, yeah, we said all men are created equal, but we left out Native Americans, we left out slaves, we left out women, you know, with the right to vote and all of that. But I like the idea that that this is an American experiment that we're a part of, uh, and we start off with these ideals, and it's taken us, uh, you know, quite a while to. Uh, think new thoughts about, uh, and and even to think thoughts about our own history, about how those ideals have not been well realized in so many different areas. But the the important thing is that we love the vision. You know, we lo- we love the founding the founding vision of the nation, and that uh, we're called in our generation to do what we can to go forward. Uh, yeah, to move in, it forward. Right. Yeah, and. Uh, I think this day, some people will say, you know, we will long remember what happened yesterday. But I, I hope that we can long remember what happens today as we 
we sit back and reflect on it and talk together, argue together about it, uh, but pledge to uh, to keep going because we don't put our trust in human leaders. Uh, we put our trust in God and God's vision for America. You know? Yes. Right. I mean, so what I hear you say, Richard, is, you know, just as, as we are, works in progress. I am not the same man uh, at 20 mm-hmm. as I now at, at 60. And, right. you know, we are individually works in progress. So why, of course, would it not make sense that the nation itself is a That's work right. in progress, right? That That's we are right. leaning towards higher ideals, you know, every day, every year. And, you know, and when I, and I also hear you talk, you know, uh, I'm a proud baby boomer, you know, my, and because I'm a baby boomer, that means that my dad and my mom, you know, they were uh, World War II vets. And then in that generation, a couple of decades later, they put a man on the moon. And so I'm, you know, that byproduct. So that conversation about America that was in our household is a distinctly different conversation about America that is in many households today. And and I think that we, we forget, Mm -hmm. you know, the wonderful things that we are capable of and the journey that we are on and not to disparage this journey because of course, no nation is perfect. Just like no people are perfect. Yeah. No, that's right. And, you know, you you guys have it. I mean, you don't need any help from me on this. Boy, this is wonderful stuff. And I do think, John, that, that you know, that verse in First John where it says, we're already the sons and daughters of God, but it does not yet appear what we shall be. Mm-hmm. And as individuals, we're, we're, you know, we're not there yet. Right. And it would be wrong to require a nation to either be there or to insist that we're stuck with what we once did in the past. Uh, we're on a journey, and uh, the journey begins anew today. Yeah. Uh, and uh, there is hope. I mean, I, I, so many people are, I, I've seen recently, so many people just tired of polarization. Yeah. And I think Today, they're also tired of, uh, of violence. They're tired of confrontation. And uh, they're really worried about it. And what we as Christians need to say is, hey, it does not yet appear what we shall be. You know, we're on a journey as individuals. But we're also on a, on a journey as a human community, Christian and non-Christian alike. We're, we're moving into a future. And... This is a time to join hands and say, uh, let's march on together. What a good word. Dr. Richard Mao with us, Professor of Faith and Public Life at Fuller Theological Seminary in Pasadena, California, where he served as president for 20 years. Let me just give a plug to his newest book, also called Restless Faith, Holding Evangelical Beliefs in a World of Contested Labels. Richard, only a couple minutes left. Um, I need to ask you if you've made a New Year's resolution. <laughs> you know, I think the New Year's resolution, Kathy, is uh, as a person who's basically isolated from just about all everything, uh, sort of human bodies and things, uh, except for my wife and myself being at home. Uh, it's 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 to to hang in there. I mean, to 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 yeah. have a routine, to keep get going, some yeah. exercise. To, yep. Not wear my pajamas all day. <laughs> right, right, right. Don't forget to take showers and to shave. And <laughs> uh, okay. 
You know, it's the basic thing. But in many ways, that's the story of our collective lives right now. It is. You know, yep. we're not gonna we're not gonna not gonna have wonderful things happening tomorrow. But we got to get up tomorrow and keep doing what God wants us to do as citizens, and that is pray for those who are in authority over us, and uh, and and pray that they will allow us to serve the Lord in ways that God calls mm-hmm. us as Americans. Yeah. Very good. Well, Richard, Happy New Year to you. Uh, mm-hmm. God is good today and better days ahead in this near. Amen. Hey, good to talk to you guys and, and many blessings to you. And, and you as well. Very Always good. good to talk Bye. to him. That's Dr. Richard Mao, uh, Professor of Faith and Public Life, Fuller Theological Seminary. We're going to step away when we come back. It's time for this or that. What's that all about? How fun. It's totally normal to be constipated with belly pain, straining, and bloating again and again. No way. You could have a chronic condition called irritable bowel syndrome with constipation, or IBSC. Linzess, or linaclotide, is a prescription that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess works differently than laxatives to help relieve belly pain and let you have more frequent and complete bowel movements. Individual results may vary. Do not give to children less than six, and it should not be given to children six to less than 18. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Lens S and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Talk to your doctor today. You may be able to save on Lens S and make fewer trips to the pharmacy. See if you're eligible to pay as little as $30 for 90 days. Visit LensS.com or call 1-800-L-I-N-Z-E-S-S. Sponsored by Abbey and Ironwood Pharmaceuticals. Why so serious? Spilled your drink? Uh. Quick! The quicker picker-upper. Bounty picks up spills and messes quicker. And each sheet is two times more absorbent, so you can use less than the leading value brand. So you can get back to the party. Bounty, the quicker picker-upper. If you are a caregiver for a family member or loved one, this is an important message. Help at Home, formerly Excel Home Care, will pay you to take care of your family member or loved one. Yes, you heard that right. You can actually get paid to provide care to those you love. To learn more, contact Help at Home today and get started right now. Care and quality when you need it. Call Help at Home, 412-212-8950. 412-212-8950. As an organ donor, your story doesn't have to end. The good in you can live on. In fact, you could save up to eight lives and restore sight and health for many more. Sign up right now online as an organ, eye, and tissue donor. You'll be happy you did. And just maybe, someone else will be happy too. Go to organdonor.gov. It saves lives. U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Health Resources and Services Administration. Welcome back to Customize and Save with Liberty Mutual Insurance Company, the game show where you only pay for what you need. And we're out of time. Only pay for what you need at libertymutual.com. Liberty, 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 liberty. Pittsburgh Theological Seminary prepares students for ministry in the way of Jesus with Master of Divinity, Master of Arts, and Doctor of Ministry degree programs and certificates. Perfect for students with full-time employment pursuing a seminary education. Learn more at pts.edu. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. 
on your smart speaker by saying, play the word Pittsburgh, and on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and at Radio.com. Tonight we'll see partly cloudy skies. Expect a low tonight of 23. Sunny to partly cloudy skies to kick off the weekend tomorrow. We'll reach a high tomorrow of 37. Partly cloudy skies tomorrow night with a low of 26. Sunday will wrap up the weekend with intervals of clouds and sunshine. Expect a high Sunday of 38. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. It's time now for This or That. Every Friday, Kath and I write down 10 This or That columns. It's just a way of getting to peek beneath the uh, the veneer in some ways, veneer. a little deeper into who we are. Kath, would you like to go first this week in This or That? Or would you like I feel as if you should choose, John. I should choose? Mm-hmm. How will you go first then? Okay. I'm excited about this. All right, good. It's the New Year's resolution edition of This oh, or That uh-oh. Okay. from me. Uh-huh. And so I I start you with number one. Have to eat less or have to exercise more? Well, ideally both. Um, I would say uh, exercise more. Okay. Exercise more. Uh, Okay. Getting a piercing or getting a tattoo? (laughs) Uh, I'm doing a tattoo. Will you? No. Give up salt, John, or give up sugar? Uh, I'll give up sugar. Okay. Uh, talk more on the phone or talk more in person? Talk more in person. Any day. Save money, John, or save time? I know what my wife would say. All right, I'm saving money. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hire a person, John, to clean your house in 2021 or hire a person to care for your lawn. Oh, oh clean my house. That's really? like the ultimate. Come on that in here. That was so easy. Oh, yeah. It's dusty. Number eight, uh, make over your home office, John, or make over your wardrobe. Oh, I'm fine with my wardrobe. Look at me. <laughs> do the office. We should ask Mike and I then. Mike, what do you think? We should weigh in on that. Okay. Uh, use your dishwasher less, John, or use your smartphone less. Uh, yeah, use my smartphone less. Okay. Cut the cord. Go. Okay. Number nine, ride the treadmill five times a week, John, or ride the stationary bike five times a week? Mm. Uh, Ride the stationary bike five times a week. Okay. Are you going to be doing either one of those? Is it an ancillary question? I'm saving time, not money. And finally, number 10, buy a new roof for your home, John, or buy a new shoulder for your body. Oh, yeah. I bought a new shoulder. I mean, who doesn't need a new shoulder? Okay. Yeah. Very nice, Kath. Thank Mm -hmm. you for that. This or that. The New Year's resolution. Mine's basically a potpourri. Okay, here I go. Beethoven, Bach. Oh, Bach. Barry Manilow, (laughs) Neil Diamond. Oh, wow, that was a switch. Uh, See, Barry Manilow. Oh. That's a terrible choice to me. A hot shower, a cold drink. Cold drink. Hmm, okay. The strength of Samson. The Wisdom of Solomon. Wisdom of Solomon. All right. Steelers playoff game. A week at the beach. Oh. That's not fair. This or that, Kath. 
Oh, I feel terrible saying this, but I got to go with We Get the Feet. Yes, you do. Oh, yes, you like do. Traitor. Nice, oh, gosh. No, that's no, good. I'm just so desperate, you guys. You are 11 feet tall, nine inches tall. Oh. <laughs> All of a sudden, it's like Stonehenge with Spinal Tap, right? Um, <laughs> um, the extra uh, large version of calf, the teeny version of calf. Let's go teeny. I'm already small. Nine inches tall. All right. A bad paper cut. Biting your tongue. Oh, <laughs> who picks those? Okay, uh, uh, biting my tongue, mm-hmm. which is oh, also terrible. Yeah. Wear every shirt inside out. Wear every pair of pants backwards. <laughs> I have done the shirt thing more than I'd like to admit. Right. I just did it this morning. I was working out and I looked in the mirror and I was like, what am I? doing mm. so i'm used to that i'll take the shirt all right wear your shirt backwards having super sensitive taste buds having super sensitive hearing i think i'd go with the taste buds mm. everything tastes super sensitive all right yeah. super good or the bad. ability to speak any language you want be awesome. the ability to connect with any animal you want <gasps> I don't know what to say to that. Oh, uh, I, I, uh, I think I'd pick the language, but that's so hard. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'd pick the animals. Okay, this or that? Okay, I think I'd pick the animal. All right. From the Bible, lie in your side for 390 days <laughs> or ride inside the ark for 377 days. Oh, I'm totally doing the ark. Okay. Completely. There's lots of cleanup inside the ark. I'm good with it. All right, one I'm more. already interacting with the animals, like you said, right? So I'm good. A year with no sun, a year of living on the moon. But so I can stay on the earth? I'm staying on the earth. I'm going okay. without the sun. I'm used to no it living in Pittsburgh anyway. All right, that is the January 8th edition of This or That. W-O-R-D. I wish to extend the deepest gratitude to the doctors, nurses, therapists, technicians, nurse practitioners, nursing assistants, porters, cleaners, everyone, the volunteers, all of them. Thanks to their remarkable teamwork and care, I'm now happily recovering at home, having spent a recent week in their care. Happy New Year to each and every one of you. Thanks. From 101.5 WORD. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-555-2085. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-555-2085. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800 800- 
I struggled with symptoms like frequent gas and stomach pain for years. I was bloated all the time with daily diarrhea. At first, I thought it was what I was eating. I kept thinking it was stomach issues. So I did my research and talked to my doctor, and we finally uncovered the truth. It It was was actually EPI. Exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI, is a condition where your pancreas is unable to help break down your food. It can lead to symptoms like diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, unexplained weight loss, and oily stools. And EPI symptoms can be confused with those of other common digestive conditions, like irritable bowel syndrome, Crohn's, and celiac disease. So getting to the right diagnosis meant being more open with my doctor about the severity of my symptoms and how often they were happening. But there's good news. EPI is manageable, so don't wait any longer. Use the symptom checker at identifyepi.com and schedule a visit or call with your doctor to ask, Could Could I I have have EPI? EPI? Sponsored by AbbVie. I'm Pastor Tom Hall of First Church Pittsburgh. Like you, I can't wait for this crazy time to be over. But in spite of how things seem, God isn't done with us. Join us at fpcp.org Sundays at 1045. Stream us on Facebook. Let's discover together how this story ends. Hint, Jesus wins. In the bleak midwinter, Mm. I would say this is uh, pretty much where we are on this January day. Uh, You look outside at your yard and you think, all right, I'll I'll get out there. I mean, the the leaves have been cleaned up. The yard's in pretty good shape. But, uh, boy, it'd be nice to see some color out there, especially some sunshine. That's why we've invited back to the airways one of our favorite guests, Doug Oster. Doug is editor of Gardening with Doug, Doug Doug-Oster.com. Doug. What do you do in the bleakness of January? Welcome back. Did you just repeat the word bleak? (laughs) I believe you did, Doug. I want you to go out tomorrow morning. I want you to get up early, and I want you to open the door and walk out and listen to the birds because they have started to sing, as they do every time this year. And that will start wiping away your bleakness. Come on. All right. It could be a lot worse. <laughs> Listen, I, I, I grew up I grew up near Cleveland and winter was winter. This isn't bleak. This is no. just gray. Okay, it's bleak. Yeah. It's gray bleak. It really <laughs> is. I like that attitude. Look, Doug Oster comes in here swinging. I like it. Yeah, right. And I do appreciate because you do hear the birds singing in the morning, do you not, Doug? Oh yeah. And uh, you know, Pretty soon now they'll start to sing a little bit, and every day as the days get longer, we'll hear more and more of them. Mm-hmm. They they know it's coming. Yeah, we've got a lot of winter in front of us, but that doesn't mean you can't do something gardening-wise. One of the things I've been talking about is, is growing microgreens. That sounds like some kind of scientific project, but it's not. Yeah. All, it, all it is is taking like a packet of radish seeds, putting them in some planting mix, getting them to sprout, and that's a microgreen. And anybody can do that, and it could be radishes, it could be beans, sunflowers, and you could use just your old seeds that are sitting around if you were a gardener and had extra seeds sitting around, or just go to the nursery or garden center and buy, buy a few packs. You know, they're, they're probably giving them away almost right now before the new ones come in, and it's an easy way to have something to work on, a little project like that. And those microgreens, which are just the sprouts, are real tasty and highly nutritious, and they give you a fresh flavor, and you can say, hey, I'm gardening. You know, I throw them in a salad. I, 
we eat them raw, they're, it's, and it, it's super easy. Two or three days, you've got radish sprouts or whatever you might be planting, and they're coming up. It's, and no special lights. You just put them on the windowsill. So wait, okay, so okay, so back up. This is this is like borderline super exciting to me at this point. Are you, so if <laughs> I I know borderline? I'm I'm, in, I'm involved in the bleak. So you're saying I can just put radish seeds, bean seeds, whatever it is, in planting mix, and I'm just going to put it on my windowsill somewhere. And yeah, yeah, just if you had a, just a little pot with drainage, you put something in there that you would normally grow plants in. I use something called yeah. a planting mix. It's just a, a bag of of you know stuff you'd start seeds in or potting mix or whatever it is. And yeah, when they sprout, they're going to get, you know, two or three inches tall. That is your microgreen. The, the, the way it works is the seed has everything the plant needs to get it up and get it going. Then when it starts to put roots in, it, it's going to feed on what's there. And when you're only going like a week or two with growing these things, you know, they're going to get tall and leggy. We call it leggy, which is like spindly because they don't have enough light, but there's enough light on the windowsill just to keep them going. And they just kind of trim them off with scissors. And I, I do like two. I've got a pot going now that's that's up and, and has the microgreens in it, and the pot next to it has some seeds in it. When I harvest the one, the other one comes up, and we go back and forth. It's fun. Very nice. And tasty. Really? And, and you do radishes and beans? Is that Are those the only two? Or Oh, no, no, no. Could be uh, – Herbs like basil is, is a fun one. Uh, sunflowers are great, believe it or not. You know, you think of you know eat, people eating sunflower seeds. These little sprouts are great. Uh, beans, uh, lettuce, uh, coal crops like a broccoli or cabbage, they're really nutritious. Uh, that's a good way to get your kale, you guys. You know, we all love our kale, right? No. <laughs> I actually I do Only, like it. Oh, I do too, but I often joke that it's only edible with bacon. But uh, those little <laughs> micro, those little microgreens are awesome. And like I said, anybody can do it. You don't have like to have it. that that proverbial green thumb. And again, it's just a wonderful project for the winter. And you do get that that fresh flavor that you can't get anywhere else. You know, when <laughs> you when you snip it on the windowsill and throw it into your salad or wherever you use it on a sandwich, whatever it might be. You're you're just going to be in heaven, and I'm telling you what radishes that I those are the things I I tell people to start with because they're so easy they'll sprout under any conditions and um, and they are great on you know make a nice sandwich and you throw those greens on there and the flavor of that whole radish microgreen it, it tastes like like a radish it just doesn't have the same zip or heat that that the root would have. Very nice. We're speaking uh, with Doug Oster about trying to escape the bleak midwinter. He's enthusiastic about it and trying to convince Kath and I as well. Okay, Doug, uh, for Christmas a few years ago, somebody gave me a really nice bag of paper whites. And I love these Mm. things. I just put them in a pot, you know, around some rocks and, you know, occasionally would water them. And eventually they sprouted and they smelled and looked beautiful. Not everybody will agree with you on that aroma. I love the aroma of paper whites, but a lot of people can't stand them. Um, For me, it smells like a spring daffodil. For other people, not so much. But uh, things like paper whites and amaryllis are a bulb that we buy, you know, anywhere. Uh, It could be a garden center. could be just, you know, the the box store. And we just, you could put them in rocks. You could put them in anything. But the, the thing about them that's fun is you can plant them in that same stuff that we're planting the microgreens in, just in a planting mix. Again, everything in that bulb will make that thing flower no matter what. But then the fun part is you keep it growing and get it to bloom every other year. 
and it's pretty easy to do. You just you let them do their thing, they flower. Then the next thing is they they have the the leaves, the foliage. We just keep them on the windowsill all winter long. In the summer, we fertilize them, and then we let them go dormant, uh, which means just no water, no fertilizer. They'll go brown. All that brown that was in that foliage, when it turns brown, the green goes into the bulb and feeds the bulb. And then in six weeks or eight weeks, we give them water again, and up they come and they bloom again. It's fun. Really? Wow. Very nice. We're talking to Doug Oster, editor of Gardening with Doug at DougOster.com. Doug, what about thinking ahead to the spring? Um, well, what about like ordering seeds for the spring or things like that? Um, what's the procedure for that? And and are a lot of people, as they have were last season, like really thinking ahead to their garden more than, you know, in years previous when they were going into the office? It's another crazy year. Um, last year we saw seed companies have to shut down and i've already seen it again this year this early really we're yeah we're one of the big companies that had to shut down for a week luckily i had my order in but i couldn't get everything i wanted and that's the way it's going to be this year and when i talked to them last year not even talked i just <laughs> had a couple quick emails because they were so crazy but they said that they're go- they were going last year into their reserves to fill last year's orders that's why this year is going to mm. it's going to be hard to get what you want but don't worry there's plenty of stuff there and it does also like in my case gives me an opportunity to try something different um you know i, I love growing radishes we talked about radishes as microgreens but this is radishes out in the garden and uh, i couldn't get the one i wanted which was one that you you grow later in the season but i found another one that i started reading the description you know, from China, tastes like a pear. And I'm like, ah, that sounds cool. It'll give me an opportunity to do something different. But you'll get cattle, you know, gardeners are getting catalogs in the mail. Uh, you can also do it online. And um, this is a good time to, to take a look at what you want and, and just kind of plan, you know, go out in the garden, look around, mm-hmm. maybe draw a little map and say, I want uh, carrots here, tomatoes here, whatever it might be, and and order what you what you want now. Uh, because I think if you're going to wait, it, it's going to be a problem. I've also talked to uh, local nurseries here, and they are ordering a ton of seeds because they don't think they're going to be able to get that second or third order of seeds that they normally would if these sold. So it's another crazy year for gardening. You can understand why. Uh, that time outside, sure. even just for an hour to stop thinking about everything that's going on. That 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 time in the garden is 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 precious. That's why I'm saying go out in the morning and listen to the birds. Mm-hmm. Uh, go out go out and look around. You know that there are there's other things in the garden that that have interest and and yeah it's bleak but there's there's these beautiful exfoliating bark on on different trees. You know if you stop just for a minute because we we are in a crazy world right now. If you just stop for a minute and and look at some of the beauty of nature, even at this time of the year. And just get your mind off it for a little bit. I think it helps. Uh, yeah, you know, I agree. I it mean, certainly helps me. Me too. You know, any time outside is well spent. I mean, even so much so, Doug, that um, you know, the nemesis, uh, even though they are beautiful, I've made peace with the deer in the yard. Okay, I haven't gone that far. All right, um, <laughs> let's not get carried away. Yeah, uh, you know, first you started with Blake. Now you love the deer. I don't think we can talk to him any longer today. Uh, you know what, Doug? You and I are just going to have to take this from I'm just trying on. to yeah. make it work, yeah. Doug. 
you know, we, we, you started with Blake. We, we start moving up. We're getting excited. And then you bring up that you're liking the deer. Oh, oh well, I, I well. will never go there. You know, they're actually still somehow getting into my vegetable garden where I've moved things into the vegetable oh, garden. Oh, no. Like, like, like hydrangeas because I couldn't get my hydrangeas to bloom because they love the buds. And I went into my vegetable garden the other day. And there were the buds all chewed up. And I'm like, how are they getting in? So, John, I'm not with you on that one. I'm sorry. My apologies. Oh. Well, we can only agree on paper whites. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> oh, well. oh, gosh. Doug, always a pleasure. Thanks for always being with so us. Always so good to talk to you, Doug. All right, guys. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is great. DougOster.com. I mean, you can see his passion. Uh, look, there's beauty all around us. So uh, go out there and enjoy yourself, whether the deer are there or not. Take a break. Come back. Uh, Super Bowl rings, fake Super Bowl rings on the horizon from China. That's next. As mothers and caregivers, we tend to put others before ourselves. Former Texas Governor Ann Richards once said, if you think taking care of yourself is selfish, change your mind. In planning for your retirement, it's important to pay yourself first. Women have unique needs as investors. They generally live longer than men and have less saved. Kurt Kenotic and the team at Accurate Solutions Group have developed a complimentary guide to help women achieve financial independence called 10 Tips to Help Empower Women Investors. This guide addresses the reasons every woman should have a financial plan of her own. For your copy of this guide from Accurate Solutions Group, call or text TIPS to 412-515-3555. That's 412-515-3555. Don't put others' retirement plans before your own. Take the first step toward your financial independence today. Call or text TIPS to 412-515-3555. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. Some home repairs simply can't wait for spring, especially a leaky roof or drafty old windows. You can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, windows, gutters and downspouts, siding, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Don't put it off. Right now, Windows R Us offers 12 months no interest financing and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Get new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office. Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, or composite. To show their appreciation to word listeners, you'll also get 10% off your total project when you mention this station. Get 12 months no interest, no processing fee, and 10% off, backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. That's WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. We're all spending a lot more time at home these days. An adjustable bed can elevate your sleep experience and make everyday activities like reading, watching TV, and working more comfortable. At the Original Mattress Factory, we know not all adjustable beds are created equal. You need one that has the features you need, along with the power and durability to provide comfort for years to come. We offer high-quality adjustable bases at an affordable factory-direct price. Visit an Original Mattress Factory location to elevate your sleep experience today. The pandemic has caused families to spend more time in close quarters than ever before. But if you're noticing an emotional distance between you and your child because of their drug or alcohol use, you may not know where to turn. Partnership to End Addiction can help. With free guidance, support, and resources, we work directly with families and communities across the country to help save lives. And we can help you, too. To End Addiction, start with connection. 
reach out to us at drugfree.org. Federal agents in Pittsburgh said they have seized 60 Steelers Super Bowl rings, all of which are fakes. Customs and Border Patrol officials said Friday the rings arrived in eight parcels between December 9th and the 23rd. The rings arrived as six ring sets and represented the Steelers' six Super Bowls. Customs determined that the rings were counterfeit. Had they been authentic, they would be worth about $90,000. News release, I'm reading from the PG, said the parcels were from China. They were destined to addresses of buyers in Allegheny County. Confirmed that the rings have violated NFL and Steelers' intellectual property right Mm -hmm. trademarks. Officers completed the seizures on the rings through Thursday. How about that? I thought you were going to say that um, it was for the current, like the upcoming Super Bowl. Oh, no. Like they had already decided that Steelers were going to win it and they'd produced the appropriate jewelry. No, no. So you see, I've seen these pictures. Of course, I can't show it to you on radio, but they are like, you know, the six rings, one yep. after another. And I've seen them. They're all the fakes. Wait, if you go to the Hall of Fame in Canton, yep. they have every Super Bowl ring from the beginning that you can see lined up yep. in a case, which is really cool. And I, I think it's awesome. They are really obnoxiously huge. The you know, I mean, themselves. yeah, but, but the first one probably was like a pinky ring by comparison. They were much smaller. Yeah. I mean, the, the and you can see this is this is how deep into the black and gold I am. Is that I like the the rings I like best are the ones that were the Steeler rings, but the ones I hate the most, I hate the Patriots rings <laughs> so much. They're so gaudy and obnoxious looking. They're just like, oh, mm-hmm. gosh. Right. Yeah. Well, Tom really Brady. Enough. I know I mean, he has them all. I know it. Okay. So for the first time in a long time, the Patriots are not in the playoffs, but Tom Brady is in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're projected to win tomorrow, aren't they not? Uh, yeah. Who are they playing tomorrow? Who does Tampa uh, Bay play? Somebody pretty abysmal, I believe. Uh, I, I don't have a whole whole lineup here. But, I can't um, remember who they're playing. So is it is it three games? Oh, Chicago, maybe. I'm not sure. Is it three football games tomorrow and three and three on Sunday? Is that uh, you know? Because I, I would like to I, just two and two. I, I feel guilty about this. No, I, I think there's more than that because it's, you know the I think the Lions are playing and the Lions are seven and nine. Tomorrow yeah, is horrible. Colts versus Bills tomorrow at mm-hmm. one one o five. That's Buffalo. Okay, Colts that's and the, Bills. Okay. That's the NFL wild card round, mm-hmm. and then okay. the NFL wild. The other NFL wild card round, uh, Buccaneers versus Washington. That's tomorrow. Tampa Bay Washington. Oh, versus Washington. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we also have another NFL wild card round with the Rams versus the Seahawks tomorrow at 440. Oh. So three games. So there three are games three tomorrow. games tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And the Steelers are the last game of the weekend, right? Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. The Bears and the Saints play Sunday, and and the Ravens and the Titans play Sunday at 1, one o'clock. Be the Ravens game. and the Titans. Talk about two teams I dislike. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really do not like the Titans. They got away with murder. This Is there year. a way that they could both lose? They no. just, I know. You can't root for injuries because that makes you into a terrible no, person. No, no, no. But I can't stand either one of those teams. Mm-hmm. I mean, Have seriously, you- look at what the Steelers had to go through because of the because of the, the poor COVID behavior of the Tennessee Titans. It changed right. the Steelers' whole season. Right. I don't know about you no. guys, but I would like to see two old quarterbacks going at it. Well, I shouldn't say... Ben Roethlisberger's old, but oh, he's old. Yeah, oh, he's old. I'd love in to the, see a Saints oh. and uh, Steelers. 
That'd that be would great. be awesome. Which would mean that the Washington, or I'm sorry, Kansas City would not be in the uh, That's Super right. Bowl. That's right. right. I have to say, I can't imagine anybody from the NFC making it over the Packers. I, they look yeah. so good right now. Yeah. Well, it's, do you get, I, I get like sort of football guilt. If I hang out too long watching the games and I go, okay, you better get up. You know, you, you need to do something here. You no. know, like your, your life is slipping away and all of a sudden, you know, the bleak nah. midwinter is upon you and uh, you've eaten too many chips and, you know, here's another oh, Coke. And, right. You need That's, to get over that. All right. Listen on your smart speaker, the Word FM app at wordfm.com, iHeart, TuneIn, and on radio.com, in the car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President-elect Joe Biden has introduced the governor of Rhode Island, the mayor of Boston, and a small business advocate from California as the newest members of his economic team, the formal announcement came a day after his transition team announced Governor Gina Raimondo as his choice to become Commerce Secretary Mayor Marty Walsh, his candidate for Labor Secretary, and Isabel Guzman as his pick to lead the Small Business Administration. New research suggesting the COVID-19 vaccine made by Pfizer and BioNTech can still work against the mutated coronavirus. The Los Angeles Dodgers say Hall of Fame manager Tommy Lasorda who guided L.A. to two World Series championships, has died. He was 93. Stocks shaking off a midday slump and powered higher in the afternoon to record highs. The Dow gained 56 points today. The Nasdaq was up 134. This is SRN News. What can help you take advantage of today's low mortgage rates and save money? Rocket can. You could save hundreds of dollars every month by refinancing with Rocket Mortgage at today's near-historic low rates. If your current rate is over 4%, with today's low rates, you could lower your payment by over $150 a month, saving thousands in interest every year. With a cash-out refinance from Rocket Mortgage, you could consolidate and pay off high-interest debt, tackle home improvements that could add value to your home, or even set aside cash for your child's future education. We've already helped over 1 million clients just like you reach their home financing goals this year alone. So remember this, what can give you the technology to refinance easily and save money? Rocket can. Call us today at 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. That's 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. Savings are based on quick loans, internal data, points and fees may apply. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing, letter, license, and all 56. Analysts can see your access to perfect security. By now, you've heard me talk about MyPillow and how it literally changed my life. Hey, this is John Hall. MyPillow does not go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want. They maintain their shape, and they're made in the USA. And for a limited time, Mike Lindell is offering his premium MyPillows for as low as prices ever. You can get a standard queen premium MyPillow for just $29.98, originally $69.98. That's a $40 savings, and kings are only $5 more. Not only are you getting the lowest price ever, $29.98 for a standard queen, but Mike is extending his 60-day money-back guarantee to March 1st, 2021. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, use promo code WORD, or you can call 1-800-391-0954. You'll find all the MyPillow products at MyPillow.com, but by calling right now at 1-800-391-0954, promo code WORD, you'll get yours soon. For victims of drunk and drug driving, our grief is unique, but you are not alone. You always have a place at MAD. Call our 24-hour victim helpline 
at 877-MAD-HELP or visit mad.org. Pittsburgh Theological Seminary prepares students for ministry in the way of Jesus with Master of Divinity, Master of Arts, and Doctor of Ministry degree programs and certificates. Perfect for students with full-time employment pursuing a seminary education. Learn more at pts.edu. Greetings, it's Terry Hanna, host of Christians with Secret Addictions. We have a Christmas gift for you, a book called When God Becomes Your Higher Power, authored by Bob Swesky. And to receive this gift, email us your name and address at cwsapittsburgh at gmail.com. That's cwsapittsburgh at gmail.com. And join us every Sunday at 6.45 p.m. on 101.5 Word FM. Merry Christmas. Tonight we'll see partly cloudy skies. Expect a low tonight of 23. Sunny to partly cloudy skies to kick off the weekend tomorrow. We'll reach a high tomorrow of 37. Partly cloudy skies tomorrow night with a low of 26. Sunday will wrap up the weekend with intervals of clouds and sunshine. Expect a high Sunday of 38. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, greetings. Good afternoon. Thanks for coming along for the Friday edition of The Ride Home. What a week it is, and uh, I hope that you're able to have uh, some time off Friday evening through uh, Monday morning, because uh, all of us could use a little R&R. Kath, how you doing? Doing okay, John. Looking forward to the weekend. Yeah. I think having um, some NFL football is going to be a uh, a, balm. a good balm for the soul. Mm-hmm. Wait, uh, you rarely uh, come on the air uh, eating something, but I did detect a little uh, chewing going on. I was very, you know, I've been, uh, I try to do um, like periodic fasting. You know what I mean? I don't eat during the day until a certain hour. Yeah. Um, but today I hadn't eaten at all. Mm-hmm. And so I just had a few pretzels here. I was very, very hungry. Mm-hmm. Feel, feeling better now? Mm-hmm. Well, I do feel better. Thank yeah. you. I mean, I, I wish that I would have had, I'm having burgers tonight. Are you though? Really? Mm-hmm. And your husband? Is that a kale burger? Yeah. He's going to be mm-hmm. having something mm-hmm. else. That's a shame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I, I had, uh, well, if, if we're comparing menus for the day, I've had two bananas and uh, four Werther's. <laughs> <laughs> That's my new diet. The banana Werther diet. <laughs> You know, I haven't seen that listed anywhere online. I'm it's, so glad to know about it. Listen, the pounds are falling off. It's mm, working. It's doing it's wonders. Fabulous. It's, it's better. It's better than like the celery juice thing. Yeah, yeah. Mike, what have you had to eat today? I mean, if we're all going to go around the horn, we might as well talk about yeah. what we've had. <laughs> uh, What's in your gullet? Uh, it's not as not as good as yours, John. I had about six Reese cups. There and, you go. Uh, and my wife made made vegetable lasagna, which was amazing. Yeah. For lunch, you had For that. For Lunch, I had that. Yeah, yeah. Holy cow! Did, now, did you have them in that order? <laughs> no, I had a, I had the vegetable lasagna first, and then I no, I needed I needed to, I had a craving for chocolate, so I went to my secret stash in the studio today, and I mm. just unleashed. Yes, really, mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, that's good. All right. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I, I was uh, doing some reading here today, and uh, I, I've seen this a couple of times in headlines as I peruse and I refuse to believe it. So I just kind of go buy it, but I need to talk about it. Okay. That um, apparently 
Now, TikTok, which is a whole other ball of wax. (laughs) Yeah, John's on TikTok uh, every darn day. I mean, I just, it's all I can do to keep him off of the thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if he if he tries to tell me to do another dance, I'm gonna just have to stop the whole thing. Okay, no, I did not know this. Now, apparently, this I'm reading from the Guardian, which is a mm-hmm. British uh, tabloid. Apparently, there are teenagers on TikTok who um, are posting um, images and memes and from some sort of TikTok conversation to say that Helen Keller, the uh, woman who was a uh, a really a great inspiration to millions of people in this country and around the world. And uh, an incredible she, intellect and an overcomer of all sorts of physical hardship, a hero that, for all mankind. That there are young people today who are putting on TikTok that Helen Keller, the actual person, never existed. Because how could a person be blind and deaf and live in this world and do what Helen Keller did? Oh, my gosh. What? what? Right? What, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Okay, that is so inane. Yeah, I, I'm like, not sure. We're now we're getting history lessons from, from 15 seconds. <laughs> is TikTok 15 seconds? I don't know. Or 30 seconds? It's not, no, it's less than. I think it's 15. I don't know. So I've, I've, I've learned now, a minute. Right, that's the extent now of American education. With that, we're right. debunking okay, so what, what, one so of the great because, Americans of all time. So because you can't imagine it, it couldn't have happened. Mm-hmm. Right, because your imagination is clearly the sum total of all of human experience. Uh, I, I your imagination. What does that even mean? Um, so me. there is, so people who actually live now, because I don't believe that they could have achieved what they've achieved, I'll I'll cancel them, and I'll spread right. that cancel to what my friends, my family, my followers, and then find its way into the classroom, and then online into books and whatnot. Well, it's, you know, it's funny you bring this up because just yesterday in the same time slot, um, we were talking about our society's eroding faith and evidence. Yeah. I was talking about uh, Ted Cruz on the floor of the uh, House disputing the the uh, um, election results. And, you know, Ted Cruz is an incredibly intelligent person. I can't imagine why he would have been doing that. Um, when, you know, every single judicial avenue was, was exhausted by the president and his legal team. It, but it, it's if you stay in your silo and you only listen to your people, then you start to get evidence that just supports what you already believe. And so I guess if a 15-year-old thinks about Helen Keller and says, well, that couldn't be the case, somehow because of social media, he's going to find other crazy people who are also in TikTok, who think that Helen Keller possibly couldn't have done that because their imagination is not large enough. And so they get together and all of a sudden it becomes a larger and larger and larger group of crazy. Well, I mean, look, you know, we're all familiar with the conspiracy theorists who say, you know, man did not walk on the moon or the nut jobs who say the earth is is Flat. flat. But this is a whole other matter. You know, you're talking about a human being well-documented life on this planet and for people to just say that never existed that person didn't live i don't believe that there's no proof what is that well i i don't think it's a whole other matter i think it's the same matter i really do i think it's just people who somehow have gotten to distrust evidence from a source that's not their own that's not pre-approved Right. And so they can't possibly believe that. And like people have looked at the NASA films and they don't trust NASA. And so therefore they think, oh, there's no, there's no way that could possibly be. I mean, the flat earthers, I just 
do not get. But every conspiracy theory is like that, right? You start to believe a very, very narrow group of people who continue to tell you that the crazy thing you think is really true. Right. That's why people show up at a pizza shop in Brooklyn, right? Yes. With, you know, fully armed and are going to spend, you know, 20 plus years in prison. Okay. So anybody out there, let me just say this. Helen Keller, the woman. Yes. The incredibly bright and beautiful and strong deaf and blind woman who lived in the early 20th century. Yeah. She was a human being. She lived. She did live. And she mm-hmm. uh, exists in the hearts and minds of many people today who hold her up as an example of what people with disabilities can achieve in this world. So that's crazy. Uh, don't listen to TikTok, please, for heaven's sake. Okay, we'll take a break. Come back. Uh, when we do come back, uh, Frederica Matthews Green is going to speak with us. Uh, she's going to talk to us about the baptism of Jesus. Uh, yes. This is from an Orthodox perspective of uh, John the Baptist and Jesus together. Stick around, won't you please? We've reached a point, at least I have in my life, where if I get in the car and like drive more than three blocks, that automatically becomes an outing. And so, you know, it'll be a great outing for to go a little further than three blocks to drive today or tomorrow or Sunday down to the spring house, have yourself a fabulous meal because the spring house is open for business. Hey, Marsha, Marsha here from the spring house. Happy Friday to you. Hi guys. Happy Friday to you too. Mm-hmm. So going down to the farm, like John said, you know, going out to get my mail is huge. So I can't imagine what it'd be like <laughs> to get to the farm. Sad. Well, we are open. We are open for eating in, and it was so nice to see so many people coming and hanging out. It was lonely without everybody during that time period. Heck yeah, it is. (laughs) We're really glad to have everybody back and have them eating in the sun porch, and we just feel like our house is full again. And we have a great menu planned this weekend, so people can celebrate being able to go to restaurants and eat in. And um, it'll be just a great time. It's a peaceful time of year, so it's a nice time to come on out and, and Enjoy nice. the atmosphere and, and just hang out on the farm and have a good meal. Now, Marsha, I'm glad you bring this up because I love to go to the spring house to eat, but I also like to go to peruse because you have like, you know, these little bags good of point. candy or cookies, little tchotchka. <laughs> it's kind of fun, you know, decorative things. You got it going on there. You do. We have a lot of good stuff to tempt you. I had a man tell me one day, he goes, Marsha, this is the most expensive milk in town. And I go, no, it's not because we milk our own cows. It's the cheapest milk. He goes, but I never get out of here without spending less than twenty dollars. <laughs> I only come for milk. <laughs> I said, Oh, I'm glad you like our stuff. <laughs> Very good. Well, the milk comes at the price. Marsha, thanks for being with us. Thanks, guys. Happy Friday. Yeah, happy, happy Friday. Friday. Listen, Marcia. take a drive this week, all right? Go beyond getting your mail and driving a couple of blocks. Go get yourself a good meal and have some fun at the spring house. W-O-R-D. I just want to say thank you to your station and to all the frontline workers who work in hospitals, pharmacists, doctors, etc. I want to wish them a happy new year. This is a wonderful station. You guys keep up the good work and what you do, what you play. And I just want to say thank you. Bye-bye now. Thanks. 
from 101.5 WORD. Ready for a change of scenery in the new year? The best place to start is your own home. If you haven't tried Blinds.com, now's the time to start the year fresh with new window treatments at a great low price. Save on everything at Blinds.com, including blinds, shades, interior shutters, and even outdoor shades. Whether you're looking for blackout shades or that perfect glow, choose from a beautiful array of options customized just for your home. It's easy to order online with free shipping and a guaranteed perfect fit. Whether you DIY or have them handle the install from start to finish, do not wait to save. Enjoy a brand new view all year long and turn your dream home into a reality. Visit Blinds.com now to save on the New Year's easiest home improvement project. Plus, pay over 24 months at 0% APR on qualifying purchases with PayPal Credit Easy Payments through January 31st, 2021. As of September 1st, 2020, new PayPal credit accounts have a variable purchase APR of 23.99% that will vary with the market based on the prime rate. Minimum interest charge is $2. Subject to credit approval. Visit blinds.com slash PayPal for details. Music is a bridge between the material and the spiritual. My name is Harvey Lauer, and I'm 82. As a blind person, you have to be aware that nobody can tell you what you can or can't do. You really have to try things. My folks got me a little radio in 1940, and that was the best Christmas present I ever got. When I was 11 years old is when I started to uh, play music, play the piano, and then the accordion, and then the cello. My wife, who was also blind, was a good cook. When she died, that's when I started Meals on Wheels. America, let's do lunch. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Why a classical Christian education? Because kids learn differently at different ages. Through grammar, we grasp the building blocks of knowledge. Logic teaches how those building blocks relate. Then rhetoric helps us communicate what we know. For over 50 years, Trinity Christian School has intentionally applied this classical approach to education with great success. It's just one reason why they're consistently ranked among the top K-12 schools in Allegheny County. Trinity Christian School at trinitychristian.net. Hey, here's a common question. What are you going to do with your life? What's next? For high school students, graduates, and working adults ready to learn new skills to start a new career or enhance their career, there's Salem Career Hub. Online at SalemCareerHub.com. Prepare for the next step in your education. Get connected with top-ranked online schools and leading skills-based short-term training programs like full-stack software development from the co-founder of Apple, Steve Wozniak, to online XR programs, teaching hands-on vocational courses for HVAC, welding, plumbing, facilities management, electricians, solar, and more, all at a special reduced Salem Career Hub price. Better your life through education. Our team of education professionals are available to help you Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. Central Time. Just call 866-711-6275, 866-711-6275, or visit 24-7 SalemCareerHub.com. The feast day of the Epiphany was uh, this week. 
It was Wednesday of this week. Now, you may have missed it because other things were going on. But if you're following along deeply and faithfully with your church calendar, January 6th is the epiphany. Now, uh, Frederica uh, Matthews Green is with us. Frederica is a regular guest on our show. She is an Orthodox Christian from the Orthodox Church. And the 6th, even though it's the epiphany, there's a different perspective. Frederica, welcome back to the show. How are you? Hi, John. Go, always glad to be with you again. Uh, yes, well, we had quite an eventful January 6th of this year, but yeah. at the same time, many of us were in church, and we were remembering the Feast of the Epiphany. And it's a little bit different uh, in the East okay. and West. That the Feast of the Epiphany in the West usually commemorates the arrival of the three wise men, right. and that's taken as showing that God is already reaching out to the Gentiles. It's not only for the Jewish people that Christ has come. Somehow in the East, we got a slightly different focus, and it's on the baptism of Christ. So this is the day out of the year that we remember John the Baptist baptizing Jesus in the Jordan River. And uh, the main thing we bring out of that is the way it's Trinitarian, that when Christ Mm. rises out of the water... The Holy Spirit descends in the form of the dove. The Father says, this is my beloved Son. So it's a, it's a testimony to the truth of the Trinity already right at the beginning of Christ's public ministry. Hmm, fascinating. Now, I've never heard of the linkage between uh, Christ's baptism. So wh- why the split between East and Western observation? Hmm. I don't know. But, you know, there's so many things that you, yeah, you you're right. have 2,000 years and you're... Yeah, yeah. It's a long translation time. Translation, communication. Right. It can be all kinds of stuff like that. Okay, um, so yeah. so is, is, is the arrival of the uh, wise men not acknowledged by the East on that day? It's, it's strictly for Jesus' no, baptism? What's well, a funny thing, and I'm still getting used to it, is that we recognize that on December 25th, actually on Christmas Day. Oh, so it's okay. like, yeah, like by the time you arrive at church on Christmas Eve or Christmas morning, it's like the story is already rushing ahead. So we've, we've got the shepherds and the angels and all of that, but then also the wise men. Also, when you look at the Gospel of Matthew, it looks like that's they arrived at some later time because it says the wise men went to the house where the child was. Right, right, yes. Yeah, so it can't be exactly the same day, but got a lot of stuff to cover. Better keep jogging along. <laughs> <laughs> okay, talk to us, Frederica, then, about uh, Christ's baptism. Um, obviously, the affirmation of the Trinity would be the number one thing that we can think of, is that Jesus is there in the flesh, um, submitting to the baptism of receiving, the baptism of John, um, the voice of the Father, yeah, this is my son in whom I'm well pleased, the dove uh, representing the Holy Spirit. Um, I mean, it really is, it, 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 uh, it's a shocking moment in the, in the narration. It certainly is. And boy, John must have been so confused, you know. And and anybody then, how would they know? How would they know what all of that meant? But Mm -hmm. uh, we have this whole stream of of, um, feast days that are happening. There's Christmas, and then there's the circumcision, which is when he gets the name Jesus, and then the Theophany or Epiphany, and then the presentation in the temple. And in the early church, all of those were celebrated on the same day. And then gradually they got spread out to different days. Mm. But, um, yeah, this was the big one. It was January 6th was the day you did right. things. So, so um, Frederica, had, the baptism yeah. then, I'm sorry, the, the baptism then not happened, happened not only to Jesus, but also to the River Jordan and then to all of creation. That's fair to say, isn't it? 
Yes, yeah, I think so. And of course, we see this in uh, Jeremiah twenty three twenty four, where where the Lord says, "Do I not fill heaven and earth?" Um, or the seraphim in Isaiah six, saying, "Heaven and earth are full of His glory." That God it never leaves His creation; He's always filling His creation. And I think we tend to forget that. We think that God is far away, you know, from a distance. God is far away, kind of watching us. But really, he is, he is eminent. He's filling everything. It reminds me of a time I was at a conference, and there was a, there was a speaker who said he was a Christian Platonist. And he said, we have to convince people that this world is not real. And we will enter reality after we die, but this is not real. And, and then when he sat down, the worship leader got up and said, um, well, now let's praise the Lord and just think what it would be like if Jesus was really here with us. Just imagine if Jesus was really here. <laughs> so that's, that's where that leads, you know. It's, mm-hmm. it's shocking to think how very present God is with us. That, um, I like to say when he counts the hairs of your head, he can count them from the inside if he wants to. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. So that's one of the things that um, the Orthodox in particular lay hold of on this feast. Um, and I was going to tell a story about my grandson. I yeah. sent you a, a short recording. Our, our hymns uh, in the Orthodox Church usually go back to the time when people were illiterate. So they're very short, very catchy, kind of minor key, like you think of Middle Eastern music. And uh, this is a little brief song that says, when our Lord was baptized in the Jordan, worship of the Trinity was made manifest. That's the first line. And uh, my son, who's uh, also a Greek Orthodox priest, he heard his son that evening in the bathtub singing to himself. But what he was singing was, our Lord was baptized in the Jordan, and the Jordan was baptized in the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> and that's... Uh, that is another one of the themes of, of the feast yeah. day, is that, that God has come back to reclaim his creation, that it's, it's like a moment of inbreaking now that is going to continue all through the Lord's ministry, all through his crucifixion and resurrection and on to the end of time, that, that God loves his creation and he claims it as his own, and the evil one has no part in it. So... The baptism of, of Jesus was also a baptism of the Jordan River, of all water, of all matter, of everything in the universe, as God kind of plants his flag there again and claims it as, as his very own. Frederica Matthews Green with us, author of The Jesus Prayer, The Ancient Desert Prayer That Tunes the Heart to God, and welcome to the Orthodox Church, an introduction to Eastern Christianity. Um, Frederick, we only have a minute or so left, but I just wanted to say I saw a beautiful photograph that you posted on social media a couple of days ago. Um, your husband, who's a priest, your son, who's a priest, and your yes. grandson there, too. Yeah, our grandson's an altar boy and thinking about seminary. So, you know, my conversion, I was a crazy Hindu hippie, and God spoke a single word to me in a church in Dublin. And then you think about how the ripples go out generation after generation, and it's a wonderful thing. I couldn't be more happy about it. It's really wonderful. Well, Frederica, you're feeling better? I am. I am. I had a bad allergic reaction, but um, I I seem to be well over the the peak of the hill now. Oh, that's terrific. We're so glad to hear it. Thanks. Thanks, Kathy. 
Well, that's Frederica Matthews Green. She is the author of two books that we love, The Jesus Prayer, The Ancient Desert Prayer That Tunes to the Heart of God, and Welcome to the Orthodox Church, An Introduction to Eastern Christianity. We'll step away for just a few minutes. We've got more ahead. It's the Friday edition, end of the week here on Pittsburgh's Christian Talk, Word FM. James Brown and Bill Cower welcoming you back to the Midnight Snack Run. This is one turkey obstacle course. Uh Uh-oh. He's eyeballing a jar of candy. That is tempting right off the start. But he pushes it away. He's approaching a plate of iced cookies. He blows right by him for the apple. Oh, the fridge. Looks like he's headed for the soda. Wait, he jukes left, grabs the water bottle. That's the way you execute a midnight snack run. Stand up to cancer and rally. Want you to reduce your risk for cancer. Go to takeahealthystand.org. On today's episode of America's Least Wanted, the home invaders most likely to threaten your family are not human. Cockroaches can spread salmonella and trigger asthma attacks. Termites destroy billions of dollars in property each year. And stinging insects send half a million people to emergency rooms. Learn how to protect your family. Arm yourself with the facts at pestworld.org. A public service announcement from the National Pest Management Association. Every couple has a great story. How you met, how you married, how you made it through. We want to hear yours. Word FM and Trinity Jewelers celebrate wedding stories now through February 12th. Just go to wordfm.com and click the wedding stories banner to share a funny, moving, or inspirational story of your own. John and Kathy will share the best on air from 4 to 6 p.m. You can win dinner on us, an overnight stay, or the grand prize will reveal very soon. Wedding stories presented by Word FM and Trinity Jewelers. Enter now at wordfm.com slash contests. Across the country the fall semester of colleges have come to an end. Now, of course, COVID has really affected how colleges teach. Your child maybe have been in college and uh, has had primarily Zoom classes. We're happy to report that Grove City College, where Kath and I have children who have attended, really made a great effort to make sure that most of the students were able to attend in-person classes. Mm -hmm. And you know what? It's been a good semester. Our kids have really thrived this semester. We really had great encouragement from the teaching that was online and in person at Grove City College. Now, of course, there were some COVID cases, but not enough to really affect things or shut things down. So Grove City College, if you're thinking about your child for next semester or next year at Grove City College, we'd highly recommend because we know the leadership and the quality, the nature of those who are in leadership at Grove City College. Yeah, and I feel like I can speak well to this, John, because my daughter is one of the people who got COVID-19, and she's a student at Grove City. We had to bring her back um, at the beginning of November, and uh, nothing at all about this entire era is ideal, but I felt like the college did the best that they could in dealing with rising cases, and a lot of students went home, some students stayed, and I think you're right. The prioritization of in-person learning as long as they possibly could is what really made this semester go. That's right. If you're looking for a quality education with Christ-centered in the middle, Grove City College online, gcc.edu. Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker too. Plus iHeart, tune in and on radio.com. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Tonight, we'll see partly cloudy skies. Expect a low tonight of 23. Sunny to partly cloudy skies to kick off the weekend tomorrow. We'll reach a high tomorrow of 37. Partly cloudy skies tomorrow night with a low of 26. Sunday, we'll wrap up the weekend with intervals of clouds and sunshine. Expect a high Sunday of 38. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. 
Okay, listen to this. I do love, even though it's been so super cloudy, to go outside from time to time and look up in the sky and see the stars, right? I mean, those rare moments whenever the uh, skies open up here in western Pennsylvania. When it's not freezing cold, you mean? No, just go out there and stand. Even when it is freezing cold. I mean, you know, you stand outside for a half an hour, an hour. Not me. Well, check this out. I love these kind of weird stories. A Harvard professor believes that we were visited by an alien object in 2017, okay? Really? In his upcoming book, Extraterrestrial, The First Sign of Intelligent Life Beyond Earth, theoretical physicist Avi Loeb lays out his theory about a peculiar-shaped object that entered our solar system several years ago. The interstellar object uh, named Oumuamua Mm -hmm. was first observed through the Pan-STARRS telescope at Hawaii's observatory in 2017. Researchers have determined that it had passed through the ecliptical plane September 6th of 2017, and it was 25 light years away from our planet. Uh, Now, just three days later, uh, Oumuamua, Hawaiian for scout, began accelerating toward the sun before before it eventually came close to Earth on October 7th, moving swiftly through the constellation. Now, uh, they believe it is the first interstellar object detected in our solar system not simply another comet um the now he char- thinks this this is this is not like conventional wisdom right this is him yeah and so i'm sure he's got you know people that are around him um he, he says this quote what would happen if a caveman saw a cell phone he wondered he sees rocks all his life he would have thought that it was just a shiny rock Loeb says that there are two big details that suggest that Oumuamua wasn't just a comet, but rather a piece of alien technology. The first detail is the object's dimensions, as it was determined to be about uh, five to ten times longer than it was wide. He argues that the cigar shape isn't typical for a natural space object. Um, This is something that he says, well, we are not alone, and this could be a piece of space junk undetected from far, far away that just happened to come into Earth's (laughs) altitude or atmosphere quickly, and we were not familiar with it. So there are, you know, some images that we can capture, and perhaps this is just, you know, the first of the space junk headed our way. Now, again, weird theory. Mm Mm-hmm. You got to give it some credence in a way because the guy's, you know, a Harvard astronomer. Okay, so what do what do his colleagues in the same field think of that? Would be my first question. I guess so. Yeah, I mean, he's selling a book, so that's why we do peer reviews. Right. I guess we'll find out more. Right. Um, as time moves forward, as the book okay. hits the shelf. All right. Okay. Oumuamua. All right. I'll, so I'll keep Oumuamua in my mind. Yeah. That could be the name of Mike's baby. Oumuamua. Mm-hmm. Now listen. Uh, if you missed the announcement earlier, uh, Mike and his wife uh, have announced that their birth of their the second child sometime in May, I believe. Mike, is that true? Yes, that is. That's true. Yes. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, no, I'm not going to name the baby after uh, a name that wait, Elon Musk would, would, the mm-hmm. name, would name the baby. What's up? It was unpronounceable, right? Well, Elon Musk and his partner Grimes, I do not believe that at least they've not announced that they're expecting a baby. So your baby would come first. So That's if you true. like Al Muamua then you should be able to take it for your child. Yeah, okay. I'm not, I'm not oh. feeling that. It has well, a lot need, of vowels. We need to say this on the air, <laughs> that you know, one of the wits here at our station, Darren, has uh, suggested the name of the baby should be Muffy Duffy. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> Muffy Duffy. 
That is awesome. That, that is would be... so. That is so great. I just can't say. The poor girl. I haven't she... seen Darren in so long, and that's just really, really funny. Muffy Duffy. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Okay, so if you don't like Amuamua, that's fine. Go for yeah, go fine, for Muffy Duffy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to break. All right. Uh, okay. <laughs> need to step away we need to take a, a quick look at the week in review we do. right what happened what did you like what did you eat what did you watch uh, what a week it's been <laughs> that's stick, stick around that's straight ahead right on with john and kathy pittsburgh's christian talk we're word fm W-O-R-D. Everywhere you go, anywhere you go, Word FM goes with you. That's because we're no longer trapped inside a radio. We're now everywhere you are, and you carry us around in your pocket. We're ubiquitous. There's an app for that, right? On TuneIn, on iHeart, on our own app, on WordFM.com. The iPhone. The iPhone. The iPhone. The iPhone. On your iPad, iPhone, and Android. We're always with you because we're inside your pocket. Whatever you do, don't lose us. 101.5 W-O-R-D. This message is for anyone looking for $500,000 to $1 million or more of affordable term life insurance. Even if you have diabetes, high blood pressure, or taking anxiety meds. Here's an example. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe overweight with type 2 diabetes, $1 million of term life insurance may only cost about $200 a month. We're Term Provider, experts in finding affordable term life insurance for those that may not be in perfect health. If you've had prostate cancer, heart conditions, high cholesterol, or on prescription medications, you may still qualify for half a million to a million dollars or more of affordable term life insurance. Get a quick quote by calling Term Provider at 800-555-2085. 800-555-2085. If you're looking for term life insurance but have type 2 diabetes, high blood pressure, or have other health issues, call Term Provider at 800-555-2085 or visit Term Provider.com. Termprovider.com. Some home repairs simply can't wait for spring, especially a leaky roof or drafty old windows. You can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, windows, gutters, and downspouts, siding, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Don't put it off. Right now, Windows R Us offers 12 months no interest financing and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Get new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office. Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, or composite. To show their appreciation to word listeners, you'll also get 10% off your total project when you mention this station. Get 12 months no interest, no processing fee, and 10% off, backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. That's WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. Your business is ready for a reboot, a recharge. The way our companies operate has changed. The changes haven't been easy, but there's help. The marketing team at Salem Surround gives you the tools needed to stand out and be visible to current and potential customers online right now looking for what you do. We can design a plan that targets potential customers with proven marketing strategies. Learn more at surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers. It's been another week. That means it's time for John and Kathy's Week in Review. What was everyone talking about this week? Not much. 
Everyone was talking about January 6th of yep. 2021. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a no-brainer, right? What yep. a day it was, and uh, the repercussions continue to fall out, even uh, as they say, even as we speak. But uh, that's what I was thinking, Kath. You as well, I'm sure. Yeah. What was a conversation that made you think? On uh, on that day, 510 on Wednesday, uh, John called Carl Truman at the last minute, professor at Grove City College. And, uh, you know, it's hard to get somebody on the fly who's willing to give an opinion on something that's happening and something that's going to be edifying. You know, there's a lot of people who would give an opinion and it'd be, you know, useless um, or at worst harmful. But Carl did such a wonderful job, didn't he, John? Just he came on and just kind of spoke from his heart and just said, you know, you know, reaction to what's happening and gave us a larger perspective um, that was biblically based. And uh, I just, I really appreciate him for that. That's good. Uh, I looked back at the day before, which in, in some ways, well, um, uh, we talked to Eugene Park um, and, and that was the same day, wasn't it? Um, no, it was the day after. It was. Don't yeah. hope in that next life transition. Yeah. Or was right? it the same day? Was it the same day? Uh, um, they all kind remember. of blur together here, but you know, don't, you know, his, his topic was don't hope in that next life transition, which is, you know, we're so big of thinking if that guy could, you know, just get elected or if that person could, you know, everything is forward, forward, forward. And we forget that we are called to be right here, right mm-hmm. now yeah. in this moment and everything by doing that, we just, you know, we lose all the beauty. We yep. lose all the heft of life that's given to us. We're always thinking about ahead or behind and not right here, right now. So true. What did you eat? Well, I, I made these things called, are you ready? Mm-hmm. Skewers of glory. Oh. Mm-hmm. This is basically what you do. Yeah. You take a piece, you take a shrimp, a raw shrimp, mm-hmm. and you take a chunk of fresh pineapple and you wrap bacon around them both and you put them on a skewer that sounds fabulous and then you brush it with like a teriyaki uh crushed red pepper glaze it's spicy and sweet and delicious and then you roast it in the oven holy moly that that's why do you think it's called skewers of glory man that sounds really good how many Mm. of those did you make um, I made, I probably, well, I did two pounds of shrimp. So I made I, a lot oh, of them. Oh, that's fabulous. That's mm-hmm. some really good eating going on at the Emmons house. Telling you what. Skewers of glory. I salute you for that. Redrummond. Oh, it's a recipe. I mean, you've we always been held her. in high esteem in my house, but you just went up like five <laughs> notches. Thank goodness. Holy moly. Okay. Uh, this is sort of the opposite of that. Oh, um, a few days ago, it was my like Monday. We're sitting around the, uh, around the house, the four of us, my wife and mine, my, and my two boys. And I, I got, you know, these, these, these guys, and they were like all techie. This has happened. This is the, I think the third time, maybe it's the second time sitting around. All of a sudden, my youngest boy yells out quick, text this number. What? It, open up your phone and text this number. And so, you know, everybody pulls their phones out and we text and then boom, a few seconds later, we get a text back from Chipotle. Congratulations. You get a free burrito. Nice. We're like, well, what? Yay. So then like last night, we are like, well, what are you going to do for dinner? He's like, hey, don't forget, we can drive out to Chipotle. And so we go in the, into the parking lot of Chipotle and we t- you know, pull up the menu and we, we order what we want to order, whether it's, yeah. you know, the salad bowl or the burrito. And then we check out, we put in the code that came in. We got ourselves free Chipotle. And that's sweet. That's impressive. I thought it's impressive. Yeah, that kid. 
That's yeah. the whole family, I'll yeah, tell you that, right now. You know, sometimes your children, you go, holy smokes, yeah. So, yeah, nothing like a free burrito to make you happy. What did you watch? Uh, between Christmas and New Year's, you know, the person who never watches movies, you know, I just never do that. We, yeah. we did three successive nights of Leonardo DiCaprio films. Oh, that's good. We did. Catch me if you can. No, no. Well, we'd already seen that one. Okay. So we did Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Excellent. And then we did Gatsby. Oh, yeah. And then we did A Man in the Iron Mask. Okay. And your favorite the of the three? Uh, oh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, such a, I'd already seen it, but it's such a terrific movie. My husband and daughter had not seen it before. Yeah. It's just, I mean, it, this is not a movie for kids. No. But boy, it is, it is such, it's really profound in so many ways. I loved it. But I think, I thought Gatsby was gorgeous. Did you? Yes. That got panned. Oh, listen, I got to be honest with you. They were wrong. Okay. Right. I loved, I loved really? that film. If you, if you love that book, I do you love, love that, that film. All right. I'll check that out then. Good. I'm, I'm, oh, it's gorgeous. That. It's so gorgeous. Okay. All right. What did, what did we watch on, on our end? Look, I mean, uh, we were like, I was getting ready for the show on Wednesday. My kid comes running up. You got to turn on the TV set. And it's kind of one of those days, you know, September 11th or JFK or, mm-hmm. I mean, to watch that unfold, the mayhem at the at the Capitol. I mean, it was an historic day. It's a day, of course, I will never forget. And I think most people who saw it wasn't either. So that's what I watched. And I'm, I've been watching pretty much that since. What hacked you off? Well, the obvious. Well, the obvious, of course, that, you know, here in this country, you know, we are so at odds with each other. We are there's such vitriol, such anger, such hatred, such separation, such distrust. Right? We love personality and power and country over Jesus. And boy, I mean, I don't get hacked. I, it breaks my heart more than anything. It doesn't make me angry. It's just like yep. it breaks your heart because it just seems trite to say, but it's not, it's the truth. We need Jesus. That's what hacks me off. What was the best news you heard this week? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't have a whole lot here. What? You don't got, you've got nothing? Well, I mean, I, I, I believe that Jesus is still on the throne. That's the best news I heard this week. Sure, but right, as cool. far as like news I saw, I, I, I didn't see a whole lot of news this week. Okay, I read it a story. Good. All this right, tell my, me about your story. I got like a feel-good story for you. Oh, do you? you? Okay, yeah, okay yeah. I'll take it. Okay, uh, there's a guy, I believe it was in Columbus, Ohio, you know, and he's your prototypical homeless guy, and he was okay. scrounging around in a dumpster from a local restaurant. He uh, goes into a paper bag, and what's he find? Somebody's wallet. He goes, yeah, dig this, I got a wallet. But then, you know, he has a moment where he thinks I could go and take all the credit cards and the debit cards and, you know, I'm homeless. I could go out and, you know, have myself a meal or whatnot. Instead, he goes and finds the lady's contact information. There's a business card. He calls her up and no says, way. found your wallet. She's like, where are you? She runs down, literally, you know, gets in her car and they meet. Then she's so thankful. Of course, she you know gives him a little reward. But then this woman's granddaughter says, I'm going to do a fundraiser for this guy. She does an online fundraiser. She raises, <laughs> she raises like five grand, you know, this 18-year-old kid and, and goes and meets this guy. And, like, you know, it's just one of those feel-good stories that you hear and you think people are still good. So that was the best news I heard. That's awesome. Okay, I'll take his story. All right, good. And in closing, you two have anything meaningful for us? Mm. Yeah, well, I've been going through the Psalms. 
Oh, yeah. Okay. Let me just quickly, not quickly, but I'll just. You don't have to do it quickly. All right. Here's Psalm 146. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, O my soul. I will praise the Lord as long as I live. I will sing praises to my God while I have my being. Put, put not your trust in princes, in a son of man, in whom there is no salvation. When his breath departs, he returns to the earth. On that very day, his plans perish. Blessed is he whose help is the God of Jacob, whose help is in the Lord of God, who made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that is in them, who keeps faith forever, who executes justice for the oppressed, who gives food to the hungry. The Lord sets the prisoners free. The Lord opens the eyes of the blind. The Lord lifts up those who are bowed down. The Lord loves the righteous. The Lord watches over the sojourners. He upholds the widow and the fatherless, but the way of the wicked he brings to ruin. The Lord will reign forever. You, God, O Zion, to all generations, praise the Lord. That's Psalm 146. James chapter 3, verses 6, I'll start verse 16, I'll go to 18. For where you have envy and selfish ambition, there you find disorder and every evil practice. But the wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure, then peace-loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial and sincere. Peacemakers who sow in peace raise a harvest of righteousness. Amen and amen and amen. Oh, boy. I mean, what a week. Um, if ever you wanted to be in your word, and the hope is that you're in it often and on a regular basis, this especially is the week to be in God's holy word. Because we need this on this land and certainly on this planet Earth. Let's take a break. Come back. And that's John and Kathy's Week in Review. As mothers and caregivers, we tend to put others before ourselves. Former Texas Governor Ann Richards once said, if you think taking care of yourself is selfish, change your mind. In planning for your retirement, it's important to pay yourself first. Women have unique needs as investors. They generally live longer than men and have less saved. Kurt Kenotic and the team at Accurate Solutions Group have developed a complimentary guide to help women achieve financial independence called 10 Tips to Help Empower Women Investors. This guide addresses the reasons every woman should have a financial financial plan of her own. For your copy of this guide from Accurate Solutions Group, call or text TIPS to 412-515-3555. That's 412-515-3555. Don't put others' retirement plans before your own. Take the first step toward your financial independence today. Call or text TIPS to 412-515-3555. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. By now, you've heard me talk about my pillow and how it literally changed my life. Hey, this is John Hall. My pillow does not go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want. They maintain their shape and they're made in the USA. And for a limited time, Mike Lindell is offering his premium My Pillows for as low as prices ever. 
you can get a standard queen premium my pillow for just $29.98, originally $69.98. That's a $40 savings, and kings are only $5 more. Not only are you getting the lowest price ever, $29.98 for a standard queen, but Mike is extending his 60-day money-back guarantee to March 1st, 2021. Go to mypillow.com, click on the radio listener square, use promo code word, or you can call one 800 391 You'll find all the MyPillow products at MyPillow.com, but by calling right now at 1-800-391-0954, promo code word, you'll get yours soon. Why a classical Christian education? Because kids learn differently at different ages. Through grammar, we grasp the building blocks of knowledge. Logic teaches how those building blocks relate. Then rhetoric helps us communicate what we know. For over 50 years, Trinity Christian School has intentionally applied this classical approach to education with great success. It's just one reason why they're consistently ranked among the top K-12 schools in Allegheny County. Trinity Christian School at trinitychristian.net. Today's forecast calls for clear skies, slight winds coming out of the Northeast, and customized car insurance from Liberty Mutual, so you only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 Liberty. How can you draw closer to God and increase your knowledge of His Word? Start today at BibleStudyTools.com. By reading four chapters a day, you'll read the entire Bible in less than a year. Or pick a specific topic, such as the life of Christ or the New Testament. Choose among more than 20 free Bible reading plans from 45 to 100 days. BibleStudyTools.com lets you choose your favorite translation. Track your progress and grow your faith online at BibleStudyTools.com. Oftentimes you read things and you think, this can't be true. This is, this is just too much of an oddity. Well, in my weekly reading here, I'm coming across a story which I thought, what the heck? Here's the headline. Missouri woman believed to be last Civil War widow dies at 101. She kept the marriage a secret for most of her life. Now, here's the story. It's a woman. Her name is Helen Viola Jackson. And in 1936, she was a caregiver when she was 17 years old to a 93-year-old man in declining health. And she said she really loved taking care of this guy. And one day he said to her, you know, if you were to marry me, you would receive my Civil War pension, which would help you in your life. So she agreed, and they got married. Now, she says she was never intimate with a man, There was nothing odd or unusual, nothing sexual in any strange way that a 17-year-old girl would marry a 93-year-old man. They were married secretly for three years, and then he passed away at the age of 96. She never told her parents or anyone about this marriage. She never remarried. And then when she was in this nursing home, a friend of hers who was a Methodist pastor showed up one day. And they had a conversation, and she said, when I was married. And he said, wait, miss, I didn't know that you were married. And finally, she told the story. Stop it. He went and did research on the man, the seventeen, uh, the, the 93-year-old man, James Bolin, found his residency, his service record, and then went and found a marriage certificate. And then the widow 
Helen Viola Jackson, presented the Methodist pastor more proof of a Bible that the 93-year-old man had and wrote about the marriage. So then it became sort of common knowledge in this community, and she said she was relieved finally to tell this story. So the members of her church went one day and found a photograph of her long-dead ex-husband, long-deceased husband, and presented to her this framed photograph. The now 100-year-old woman broke down in tears and said, I was so relieved to finally tell the secret of my marriage. Wow. Is that wild? That is really unbelievable. Yeah. But there's documentation to back it up. Wow. Mm -hmm. Very strange. See, people say the Civil War was so long ago. Mm. Well, if the latest Civil War widow just died, it wasn't that long ago. (laughs) I mean, sorry. I don't know. Okay. So, um, uh, just one more thing here. Um, Of course, we're a a fan. I I have been a fan, a lifelong fan of um, Prince. You a fan of Prince's music? Not much, actually. Really? No, I, no I was, I'm not a huge fan. I always liked Prince. I always thought he was interesting, and I, I did like his music. So I was bummed when he died. Now, of course, with all estates, uh, when you know, especially someone of um, fame and celebrity passes away, the hope is that the, you know the, the state's been planned, and apparently it looks as though uh, Prince's estate was in good in good stead. That you know he had passed it along to heirs. That you know the good. lawyers you know lawyered up, but apparently. When the heirs to the estate filed the um, the tax records to oh, no. state with the IRS, they undervalued mm. the the extent right. of the estate. Uh-huh. And of course, now the IRS, in their own ways, wanting to dig deeper, say that the heirs of Prince's estate have undervalued it so much that the heirs now owe an additional thirty six million dollar tax bill. <laughs> Well, that's a serious bit of undervaluing. That sure is. I mean, it's not like they owe a couple grand. No, 36 mil. So, uh, <laughs> wow. The good news is that you and I won't have that trouble. No. Right. I don't think any of my heirs are going to be concerned about, you know, having to pay the $36 million bill. Right. Although, when the duff passes away, the old muff will step forward and say, hey, <laughs> right the- hold on now. Right. My dad. The duff will tell the muff. My dad. Honey, this was- is what you have to do. Who made himself a handsome living as the producer of the ride over right. to Caddy, Mrs. Muffy Duffy. Yeah. She might, yeah. She, she might want to step forward there. Sure. Okay. All right. Listen, we did this article. Uh, we did. We read this article from the New York Times. Uh, I think it was on Monday's show, 74 of our favorite facts for 2020. And these are stories that the New York Times covered throughout the year that just were like surprising little tidbits. Anyway, I just circled a couple of these that we didn't have a chance to talk about. I got to bring this one of these up to you, John. Mm-hmm. McSorley's Old Ale House, which is in, in the east, east Village of New York. You know where it is? I raised a glass or two there. You raised... Mikey raised a glass or two there. Uh-huh. It's a long lineage of glass raising being raised there. So it was established in 1854, uh-huh. and McSorley's Old Ale House served beer to Abraham Lincoln mm-hmm. and to John Lennon. Yep. And to John Hall. And to yep. John Hall. Now, here's now, the weird thing. That is a long, yeah. that is a long tenure. Yeah. Now, the weird thing is, in New York City, there are many, well, I shouldn't say many, there are more than several, would be fair, McSorley's. And oh, is that imagine, right? Oh, yeah. Because that's a right. common name. 
Well, it's kind of like Ray's Pizza. I mean, right. You know, there's one Ray's Pizza in Manhattan, but everybody calls themselves Ray's Pizza. There's mm-hmm. probably like 10 McSorley's. You know, it's just, a, you know, the Irish family name that, you know. But, yeah, it's a very old, uh, it's a very storied uh, place where you can I was buy. just there last November. No way. So yes. Mike has raised a glass there as well? Yes, I've raised a glass there as well. Yes. <gasps> I'm the only one. Uh-huh. So Abraham Lincoln, John Lennon, John Hall, Mike Duffy. Yep. yep. Get yourself to mix. You yeah. have to go. It's an experience. Raise yourself really a glass is. there. That's yeah. awesome. I what love else that. You got? Okay, now I'm going to, have you been to Egypt? I have not. Okay, well, listen, about 95% of Egypt's population lives on about 4% of the land. What? A green belt, roughly half the size of Ireland, that follows the Nile as it snakes through the desert and then fans out into the Delta. How about Very that? Nice. All right. Well, whenever the pandemic's over, let's get ourselves to Egypt. Hey, that's it for us uh, this week. Thanks, as always, for being with us. Have yourself a great weekend, and God willing, we'll see you Monday. Let's do the it. Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group.